Welcome to the garage. I am Dan Nichols, joined by man bun enthusiast Brian Sanchez. Say hi to the people. I can't, man. That was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> and flip flop enthusiast Tim Wesley. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> yeah. Dan's just Dan's just calling people out. Yeah, I am. Dan's not wearing his shoes, guys. I I am not. But I'm wearing stylish Hanes socks. Dirty Hanes socks. They're white. No, they're, they're Dan, they're Dan is a white sock guy. Yeah, ankle high, bitch. They're, I was going to say, no Dad, if I were to wear crew white socks with chancletas, it would be perfectly fine. I have two children. Uh-huh. Lawyered. Uh-huh. <laughs> Lawyered. <laughs> Speaking of the two kids, just real quick, um, uh-huh. how are the two kids? Doing good? Yeah, doing well. Kendall's being an Excellent big sister, and Charlotte is somewhat letting me and the wife sleep at night, which is neat. Hey, it's always good. And wow, have my expectations been lowered? Yeah, man, we used to be cool. (laughs) (laughs) We used to be cool and hip. Yeah, once upon a time. Oh, you guys were cool? Never, never. Not you, me. Yeah, we really weren't. (laughs) But uh, we have a podcast now, so that makes us cool-ish. So yeah. This episode, is, it started with a news article that I found on Pinterest. Um, so, I don't want to go into too much detail about it, but we were all sort of talking about it. And then realized that there's so many other car sweepstakes, just weird ones and ones that are popular, that we can actually, we have quite an, enough content that we can actually do an entire episode about this it was one thing that we did though when we started looking though was i wanted them to be odder like more interesting vehicles right but again this goes back to what do people want oh, at yeah. least nowadays boring cars oh yeah and they, they've been incredibly boring yeah i just it minor but the first one is not boring Oh, and it's, it's by far the most interesting one on the list. And I think that it's the most reputable one on the list. And it's not so much a sweepstakes, more of a... Well, it's a TV show called Overhauling. Uh, we were talking beforehand, and I was like, you know what? This might be the most popular car show ever. They corrected me with what's going to be number two. We'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> but as far as reputation and if you're a self-respecting gearhead... Overhauling, that's the car show that's on basic television that you can watch. I, was it on basic? No, it was, it was on Velocity. It was on Velocity TLC Discovery. Or something like Discovery. Disco- sure. Discovery. So Discovery. basic cable. Um, yes. So Overhauling started in 04, the year I graduated high school. And there have been a couple cars that I've had all my friends uh, right to Chip Foose and go <laughs> help him. I did. Yeah, I did you it. did. For, I, for I my Camaro. Yep, yep. For the Camaro. Yep. Why well, you guys are good friends. Yeah. No, <laughs> he made me. <laughs> of course he did. Actually, no, I, I didn't. Do, no, I can't do it myself. I, I, the second one, yeah, I did make you submit me because I thought it was cool at the time. But again, we'll get to that in a minute. But Chip Foose is a genius. Okay. First and foremost, he, he's, he, Started with seed money from his dad and built a car with his dad. Went to SEMA, won SEMA with his Roadster concept that eventually, uh, it was so good that uh, Plymouth or Mopar at the time uh, picked it up and made the PT Cruiser. Or not the PT Cruiser. I am so sorry. Oh, God, so dude. sorry. Oh, Dan. You know what, man? You're we can fired. fix it in post. Dan just lost was, his, his... got like, fired. It was the, the Prowler, Prowler car. Which Prowler, is the best friend. worst car on the face of the planet. I love it. The best worst car because it's of... One. Because of... One you, word, a letter, and a number. Pentastar V6. <laughs> if it had anything else, it probably would have been one of the best cars ever. I'll maintain that. But... Anyways, getting off topic. Yeah. Chip Foose, <laughs> and he makes wheels now. That's where he makes his bread and butter. Uh, he's, uh, and, but he's, he's also still got designing cars. And yeah. he's still designing cars. He makes, uh, he, he's more of like a Tim sort of gearhead where he, he focuses on looks. And that's okay. He's a designer. I he's mean, a that's, designer that's what for he does, and, and he does it yeah. very, very well. And yeah. I mean, any person that would be like, "Hey, you want to be part of a Chip Foose build to like build the engine?" Or nah, yes. they would absolutely be like, 
I'll quit my job. Absolutely. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I'll quit my job for this one job just to make sure that I can right. focus all my efforts. Yeah. yeah. But Chipfoos was that's a they, first. They that's were, a first statement though you made. Like I I fully agree with the Chipfoos thing. Yeah. Like, of all three of us, you are the Chipfoos of our little fair. ragtag gang here. Fair. Um. But the cool thing about overhauling was where a lot of these sweepstakes focused on one particular region or one particular state or even one city or great, you know, greater city area, it went anywhere in the U.S. and I believe Canada on a few of their builds. And there, it was the cool thing about, you know, they would pretend like they stole a car or wrecked a car or something like that. Cops, yeah, cops like repoed it. Or repoed, you know, impounded. it was suspect, so it was impounded or whatever the case may be, and then the guy shows up to, you know, claim what's left of his car or whatever the case may be. <laughs> Dude, I remember a couple couple times they were like, oh, man, it's stripped. It's on blocks. And, and then they die. There were a couple that, like, some of the spare parts that they didn't end up using, <laughs> they put them in the back lot yeah. of whatever shop they're working out of, and they took them to the back and went, that's what's left. And, you know, there were guys that were crying because, like, it was their dad's car. It was their car. dad's old it ride or their, something, yeah. Their first car, you know, stuff like that. And they go from these very deep depths of depression. And then all of a sudden, boom, there's their car completely fixed up, ready to go, ready for them to drive out. And I think that's so cool. Uh, yeah. And it, this was this, – this, this show was really awesome. Um, the way you got on this show was, like, a loved one, a friend, whatever – would nominate you for the show. Yeah. Um, and in the process, I mean, like, it, the the main goal of the show was not to give away cars. It was to create television to sell advertising. It was. So, but, what you oh, ended yeah. up, but what you ended up with was stories of people that if you are any kind of gearhead, you could probably relate to. Exactly. You know, if you ever turned a wrench with your dad on a car, you know, when you were a kid, mm-hmm. um, you know, or if you've ever had a project car that you've worked on for years and years and maybe it doesn't seem to be going anywhere but you still like every once in a while you're able to do like a small piece of it and stuff it became super compelling television and like stories of these people you know the connections that they had with these cars like like you said a lot of the times it was something that belonged to a dad or an uncle or a grandfather or something that had been sitting in a in a garage for years and but there were obviously those guys who went and bought their dream car right they've wanted ever since they were a teenager but they couldn't afford it so they you know grew up went through midlife crisis and bought a rust bucket of their (laughs) dream car and the project just stalled stalls out because you know i'm glad i'm glad brian brought what he just did though of it the contest aspect because that's what we're talking about on this one and so right it's not something where they were just like oh this is the car we're going to build today which a lot of like television now is and that's yeah. not a bad thing, but no. yeah, no, it's, it's not. still like it was a contest. Mm-hmm. A bunch of people right. submitted some sort of documentation, and, it was and whichever one had the most, the best story it behind it, yeah, that like, was the one that and, got and, paid. I mean, like, I, I feel like they probably looked at stories and then what the car was, yeah. and like how yeah. interesting the car could be, yeah. like tied with how compelling. In of retrospect, third gen Camaro V six, third gen Camaro. Not that interesting. <laughs> I'm really sur- not surprised yeah. that you didn't get picked. However, you know which show would have picked up my third gen Camaro? Hang, hang on. Before we transition, because this is uh, important. Yeah. To my knowledge, every single car I remember seeing on overhauling did not look like shit. No. They Keep that in mind. Really good because Chip Foos put exactly. it in. Exactly. It was a Chip Foos car. Keep that in mind. Moving forward. Transition. So, going back. <laughs> you know what show would have taken a third gen Camaro? And probably did in its three years of running was Pimp My Ride. I hate to break this one to you, but they, they turned you down as well. I'm we tried sure to get you on this one too. Yeah, man. yeah. But so again, bad. at the time, it was cool because that was the Fast and the Furious time when crazy cars were in and yeah. all of that. All we wanted was giant whale tail spoilers and some green underglow neon. Yep. 20 inch wheels oh, on yeah. sports cars. The bigger, the better. On yep. a Nissan Sentra. So. Yep. I, I just had like a crazy thought is like the fact that Brian and friends nominated Dan for this television show. Holy shit. I wish that would have happened. I am so glad that it didn't. Oh my, I would. Cause I, my mullet car was able to have the good grace to die ugly and that <laughs> in its own way. And that's good. Oh man. I can, I just only really imagine. I don't even yeah, know what they do. No, but 
Oh, you're from Texas? Here's a rebel flag. But I guess I, I don't uh, want that. Uh, I don't know, man. We were but, we were gangster rappers at the time. We were, so. God. <laughs> oh, my God. But, I'd love to see uh, what they would have done with your car, man. Moving along. Um, but the thing is, is that Pin My Ride was different for a few different so things. Many. For It was a completely different show there. It had an in, in, in aspect of it. they dealt with cars. That was the only similarity because... They only took cars from around Burbank, California. Right. They only did that. Um, and they took, and they didn't take interesting cars. They they went for the most compelling story of whatever because it was exhibit and he was yeah. trying to give back to his, to his yeah, community the and all there. that. But here's the thing. He didn't because where Overholland and Pimp My Ride differ is Pimp My Ride, they had to pay taxes on what was done to their vehicle so you had and literally this was a thing you had guys who had no money to there was a guy who in 04 had an 03 corolla that he had completely beaten the hell there was not a straight panel anywhere on that car but he had it paid off and it worked and he was able to drive it to and from work they took it they did their thing to it he had to forfeit the vehicle because he couldn't pay the taxes on it. So he went from an operational vehicle that looked like shit to a looks like shit vehicle that was just this gaudy, nasty thing yeah. that he couldn't afford. So he had to forfeit it. And <laughs> it's, it, it's, it's ridiculous. The, the it was, setup. There's so many bad stories about this there series. Really is. Like yeah. Later, I guess like in later episodes, like final season shit, it mm-hmm. was to the point where a lot of the stuff when they were a gas where they would put stuff on the car and then fucking take it back. Yeah. After the show was done? Yeah. yeah. So, like, they'd have the reveal. Well, I mean... And then they were like, yeah, so you can't keep this stuff. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, this is MTV, so I don't... I don't, I don't it doesn't shock me. Yeah. Um. Yeah, this... These... I, I, I will say, the first season when this show started... Um, we were into cars. We were young. We of were, course. you know, like late teens, early. T- well, what, what, what year was it? Oh, four. Oh, four. So like, what? we were, I was 18. Yeah. So, I mean, that makes me yeah. like 16, 17 years yeah. old. Like, I mean, prime age for like, exactly. Wanting these kind of yeah. cars. I was and still I, very young into I my remember, gearhead days. I remember oh, yeah. liking, yeah. and I don't know if that was just because they made them better or maybe just our tasting cars was that bad. It was that at the bad, time. Yeah. But like the first season, I remember them having some interesting things. They did some cool stuff. Yeah. It but then they like started weirder. putting fish tanks in cars. <laughs> exactly. Oh, there was always in a California. gimmick. There was always like a gimmick. There was always a gimmick like that. Yeah. I do remember they they did a van once yeah. and they put. It was the first time I ever saw someone put like an arcade game into a van, That's like in cool. like the little like yeah, because uh, it was like what like, don't like a put a PS two. Um, yeah, don't put no. a PS2, like which at the time school, was the, no, put in an old school arcade that takes like up an half old school the real estate inside the van. Thing. That's a good idea. Um, but like, yeah, it just got weirder and weirder. And then of course, like everyone remembers the shop from the early seasons was West Coast Customs. Yep. Well, and hold on one sec. Back when it was West Coast Customs, I remember, I think it was the guy with the Corolla. He fancied himself a freestyler and they put in a little microphone oh, yeah. in the headrest oh, for him to record right. I to. Remember. And... A, they, as a special treat, Exhibit did a little bit of a freestyle, and he said it was a freestyle. And then, just about two months later, LAX came out from by Exhibit. Oh yeah, that album. And it was Welcome to LAX. Yeah. Or it was LAX. It was, the the name. I don't of remember the, the song, na- I don't remember the name. But of the song, it was but it one was... of the verses from that song. Yeah. And the thing is, is no, yeah. no, it wasn't because here's the thing. You know that that took time to put together the song. It took time to put together the episode. I guarantee you it was about the same time he was in the studio and he's, they're like, do a freestyle. He was like, uh. <laughs> yeah, it was. But I will say this. Uh, Ryan Friedlinghaus. Friedlinghaus? Is that the owner? Yeah. The thing is, is this guy started with a thousand dollar loan from his dad, and has built this empire. Because regardless if you think his car, the cars that they create are ugly or whatever the case may be, he's made a name for himself and he's made a gimmick that he himself invented and has perfected. So say what you will, he's 
he's an ingenious businessman. You're talking about the guy from West Coast Customs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the yeah. actual yeah, owner. The, the actual so, owner. like, aside from, I think everyone tends to know, if you're not, like, super into the car culture, the customizing um, hey, culture, um, you would recognize West Coast okay, Customs as the shop from Pit My Ride. Yes. Yeah. But they are 100%. so much more than that. Um, we talked They about are them. still making some really, really interesting stuff. Mm-hmm. It's highly stylized. It and actually, a, the last very... car that we're going to talk about on this list came from them. Oh, really? And it's True. really yeah. cool. Um, it's yeah, it's it's a real stylized, stylized style, specific style. Let's call it's that. It's very that. specific style. Um, but I I do think that the the projects that they put out, while they are over the top, most of the time they still look very clean. Yes, they look very like professionally it's done. Good they don't work. look janky, and they do fantastic work. And for yeah. that. I'll give them credit. Absolutely. The shop that replaced them on the show, probably because they got tired, yeah. not so much. What's not the, so much. What is the name of that? that... Gas. Oh, I know. Gas. Oh, I don't know what it's, it's, an, it's, a, it's an anagram. It's not... I have no clue what it stands for. I have no for. idea. Yeah. I have no idea. But it's called it's, Gas. It, it, oh, my God. And I God, don't think was, that they exist anymore. It was terrible. But, but this last one that's kind of in the... And again, this was the same thing that you had a buddy or a friend that, you know... Uh, so you put your name up and then they... You know, picked one and then we keep fall. forgetting about the contest aspect. Yeah, but. yeah. So that was the contest aspect. This last one is going to be we're going to kind of cut it off here on these modification shows. And again, this is one of those your friends put your name up and they pick the most compelling story and go with it. But Brian, this was yours, so tell us about it. Yeah, I don't know if a lot of people remember this show. It was definitely not as popular as Pimp My Ride. And Never it saw came, it. And it. It was on it, CMT, wasn't I, it? I, I, I want to say oh, it was CMT. Was this on CMT? I mean, it would make sense because Absolutely. the show is called Trick it was on My... CMT. Yeah, it was called Trick My Truck. Um, and <laughs> it wasn't... That sound that you just saying that made me make? Like, that's, that's yeah. so silly. I mean, it, it was a bit ridiculous. But I will say this. Um, they, they It wasn't pickup trucks. These were big rigs. These yeah. were semi-rigs. Mm-hmm. These, yep. were, um, these were professional truck drivers that had already spent a lot of money on these trucks that were not in great shape running or the living conditions because you got to understand these people that drive these big rigs they live in these trucks for weeks months at a time sometimes that is where they live like they don't have a home that they go to yeah they live in these trucks families but exactly so um everything on this show it was hyper functional like the like the very first thing that they i remember them always saying was that they were getting all the mechanics of this truck up to being as perfect as they could so that these things would yep. be reliable and would keep going forever. And this is a big difference from Pin My Ride. Exactly. They never they touched They never the really talked about engine performances yeah, the, and stuff it, like and that. And if they it did, was, it was, oh, we did the maintenance. And yeah. <laughs> like, rarely like that kind even of that. At one yeah. point, there was an episode. Uh, it was the 240SX episode. Mm-hmm. They put a, uh, what did they put on it? It was a, um, it was a kit. It was like a small upgrade kit. And, or some some like kind of like intake kit or some yeah, yeah, crap. It had, like, it had, it had like a some... weird looking intake on it. But yeah, yeah. So back to yeah. Trick so, my truck. But... So but and, so trick my truck would would get those those rigs running to where they needed to be, and then they would go over the top. And like they did some pretty crazy stuff. I mean, I remember. I mean, like aside from the standards of like disco lights and crazy speakers and stuff. Like I remember them putting like exhaust pipes that ran like the length of the truck. Uh, yeah. I mean, like some crazy designs with yeah. stuff like that. The um, paint, like we, we were just looking at paint that one. Jobs. I yeah. remember the paint jobs being the thing that I tuned mm-hmm. in the most for on this because yeah. they did some ridiculous work. And I mean, you're painting a big rig. You've it, got a huge canvas to absolutely. work with. Um, mm-hmm. And so they would take they elements, took advantage of it. Exactly. They take elements of the driver's personality and they put them into these really awesome paint jobs. Um, the the Iron Man one, was yeah. that from, from yeah, the truck? Yeah, it was. Truck? Yeah. Um, we found one that like was painted up for like a Tony Stark Iron Man like helmet. Yep. yep. I remember there being but, camo ones. I remember there being yep. like all kinds of really awesome. Stuff. I remember there was a military one that the guy was. I think it was a Marine. Yep. Um, and so they did this giant like American flag type thing. And I just um, want Optimus Prime. And yeah, I mean, I don't think that was done. Well, but. I don't it, think it I, was. I remember but watching that show. And it was dope. They, they went through the engine. They went through the turbocharger. If there were issues with it, they fixed it. And then every single time. Almost every single time, what they would do is uh, because that actual hitching point on the back of the truck, and we're spending way too much time on these <laughs> because we have a whole bunch more to go through. Um, I remember that the actual hitching 
uh, apparatus on the back or whatever, they actually would put like cam- backup cameras. So they had yeah. exactly that. They would put oilless hitches because those things are usually greased, but they're filthy and it's hard right. to keep clean as the driver and everything and then you get inside what is ultimately your home most of the time and you're putting grease everywhere is they put gr- like brand new like top of the line new tech greaseless hitches on them so that they didn't have that and it was just it was really cool it was super cool yeah i think the term you're looking for is fifth wheel well the, no yeah. it's uh, whatever i <laughs> i don't know why i know that but yeah, I'm Tim. I know random shit. Yeah, super random shit, um, guys. So you you actually weren't lying. We actually did go way longer than I thought we had on yeah. these first three. Okay, so if the, you're still with us, Bravo. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> thank you guys. But uh, these next few ones are actual sweepstakes, game shows, things that you uh, that were straight up like you have won something, not just somebody wrote in and had the most compelling story. And a reason, the, the, again, we looked for these. The, we wanted the crazy, like, supercars. They're not and really out there. Muscle, yeah. like, a muscle car, even. Yeah. I didn't see shit. No, and I'm sure they're out there, but they're not widely publicized, I guess, because people know now that they're full of shit. But yeah. uh, they didn't used to be in. Let's go back to the oldest running game show in history. The Price is Right. They have cars on there all the time. And Tim actually brought up what is probably the coolest car that they ever gave away. So there were a couple cool ones. Um, There's like a Ford Falcon that was pretty cool. But also known as a Mustang and Ranchero. And <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Dan's love, Dan's love of Fords. I do love a Ford. Um, Nat. <laughs> but this one was this one was arguably the coolest. Plus, it's not it's not a car brand that we would get on like U.S. prices, right? But you got to say it right. I'm not going to say it right. Say it right. I'm not going to say it right. Say it. It was a Jaguar. Jaguar. Yeah, so it was a Jaguar XK150. Jaguar. Convertible. It was a convertible. It's the only time you're ever going to say Uncultured swine. Say it right. I'm not British. <laughs> is it convertible? America. Not cabriolet? that beard you're not. You want to say cabriolet? Oh, yeah. Are you going to go full? Cabriolet. Cabriolet. Uh, cabriolet. Dude, Jaguar. Dude, cabriolet. They, you know, it, it's just cabrio. They, they they don't say the whole word. They're too fancy. It's, it's very true, right? But, but it's a it's a super cool car. Like I, in our like show notes, I included an image of like not the image from the TV show, but like it's a pretty air like accurate one, yeah. and it's dope. Yeah, no, it's so good, dude. And I it's mean, a Jag, guys. You, yeah. you know, I don't think you see that kind of stuff nowadays. Like, you don't. Like, like somebody won a Jag on the freaking Price Is Right, and yeah. it was it was nineteen fifty nine, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was fifty nine. So yep. the. Price is right. Funny story. So, like, the showcase for this was a shotgun, a golden retriever. What? A sport cruiser boat, <laughs> and a trip like, to Switzerland. I'm just That's wondering, nuts. back in the day, because they didn't really have pickup trucks and stuff, did, did the Jag come with a hitch? I have no idea. Because <laughs> yeah, are you are you dragging behind the boat behind that? I don't know. So you won a shotgun, a dog, we- a boat. A car. Could and a, you imagine and a how many oh. people's heads would absolutely explode? That you won a dog. That, that alone. Won a dog. A dog. Peter lost their that shit. That you won a shotgun with the dog. And the dog. <laughs> God, dude. Because it's, it's assumed at that point that you're it, it's a duck hunting dog. I would right. A hunting I would guess, dog. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, I mean, like... It was 19, what, 50? 59. 59? That makes yeah. sense. But let's fast forward... About almost 50 years. Yeah. So I am a young adult working in San Marcos at a 10-minute loop place that I won't get, say the name because that place was a shit show to work for, and I don't want to give them any free plugs. But <laughs> um, I was obviously down in San Marcos, uh, Southwest Texas, Texas State University, depending on what generation you're from, is down there. The Price is Right, once a year, I think it is, uh, has a um, what is it, college students sh- showcase. So basically all college students are right, right, fill right. the auditorium or the area. Studio. Uh, the studio. Thank you. God, why was that so hard? I don't know. Um, <laughs> Homeboy won the car showcase for that one. Do you think it was a Jag? No. It wouldn't be a Jag, right? What about like a Camaro? I mean, or like a Mustang. Mustang cool. more accurate. Or time a frame. truck. F truck. Like an right? F one fifty or something. Yeah, it was a Chevy Aveo. <laughs> a base model Chevy Aveo with crank windows. 
I mean, that's fun. Hey, you know what he did get to do though? And this actually happens whenever one of them wins a showcase. They don't actually give him the car that's there on set. They actually yeah. like give him a certificate or something, and then they go to their local uh, Chevy dealer or whatever. Oh, I do and know they that. Pick yeah. out like the color and all that jazz, and then they have the car. But you still have to pay taxes on that, yeah, because it's a sweepstakes winning, and actually sweepstakes winnings by the IRS are judged differently. So every single one of these that we're going to talk about, just remember, somebody had to pay the taxes on it. Yeah. That's um, the fun part that I think everyone always forgets when yeah. they're like, you want a new car? And they're like jumping and, around like. And Uncle Sam's sitting uh, there like, hey, that's taxes. really cool. Where's my money? You, get to, you, you won the chance to pay a little extra money than you were originally planning on. Yep. Which but was there none are, in most cases. Yeah. And then, yeah. But I mean, some, some of the times like the, the place that, but it, it, I'd imagine with the prices right, especially, um, they have people there that help you figure out the taxes. And like, if you won prize money, they can go ahead and just take it out of the prize money. That way, you don't have to worry about it. Things yeah. like that. So, yeah. I mean, that's kind of cool. But yeah, so in forty-four years, they went from Jag to a Chevy Aveo. So, like, no joke though. In looking at this list, I found a list of like multiple car showcases that were on the prices like for the past like 15 years. Right. And they were all awful. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're terrible. Yeah. Now. Like one of them was yeah. a geo tracker. Well, and I'm going to make, I'm going to maintain geo tracker. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm going to maintain that it, it it's because people don't want interesting cars anymore. It's true. They, they just don't. want a car. They yeah. don't. They yeah. don't. It, the general populace, they want something that gets from point A to point B and has Bluetooth. Well, that's good, Dan, because we don't get interesting cars anymore. Well, yeah, so, you know, bully for them. Um, so, speaking of boring cars, and this one also took place in 04. It did. Tim, this one was yours, so I'm going to let you have it. Fun story is the the list I was looking at that gave me kind of the, like, Price is Right idea and, like, kind of looking at those cars and how uninteresting they were. Um, it led me to another thing, which is uh, a guy who declined a role for the car on current prices, right? Because he had there's like a dice game in it now, and you roll like five die, and you have to get the car on each one of them. And he rolled like most of the die to the car, and then he had one die that he didn't have the car. And Drew Carey was like, "Yeah, man, it's awesome. You get to roll two more times." And the guy was like, "No, I'll take the money." <laughs> so Smart. This, this is, hang on. How much do you think he got? It wasn't a ton. Five hundred bucks. Fifteen hundred dollars against the car. Fifteen hundred dollars was apparently well, what the, was the car? Uh, it was like a Nissan Rogue or something. There you go. Exactly. But like there you go. the dude knew he's like, I'm not paying taxes on that. No, no, thank you. Yeah. So this Which is like kind of smart. ruins the game show aspect, doesn't it? It does. And then <laughs> supposed to be excited this, for the car. So yeah. that article from this article from that article leads me to this next one. So something that we all witnessed, right? Because it was national television. Mm-hmm. That was kind of incredible and this was all over the news oh yeah i can't think of one one person that had not heard about this and was like hey did you hear what what happened Mm -hmm. and that's an 04 daytime television oprah gives away a ton of cars every single person in the studio audience you get a car you get a car you get a car car. everybody Everybody gets a car car. right and so i I grabbed some numbers for this because it was like such an interesting thing and then when i really started to like look into it it wasn't that great. Like there were people that went to that 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 like taping or that live event, um, not expecting to have to leave with a gift that you have to pay for. Right, because again, it's a sweepstakes. So the numbers I got right is so the 2004 uh, Pontiac G6, which was the cars, the sedan that they got. Everyone in the car, everyone in the audience, a Pontiac Chevy Cobalt. So essentially, 276 cars. So there are 276 people in the audience. Every single one of them got a car. She, you know, trying to boost ratings, did it in, like, an interesting way. But so that car, like, booked at uh, $28,000. And I'd imagine because like for, for a G, G6, that's actually pretty well kidded, too. Yeah, it's not Probably. It's, it's, like, mid-range, right? Yeah. So California tax on that is about seven grand. Yep. Because California hates gearheads and hates cars they do really they do really yeah and so one thing we didn't talk about with like a lot of these things because we talked about the cost of these vehicles in tax a few times so pay my ride we talked about it on prices right um and now oprah right Mm -hmm. so one thing that's that has to occur in most of these cases is they will not release the car or provide you the voucher unless you get the money up front yep 
And so a couple of things that the article was like talking about was like things I wouldn't consider, but I go everywhere with my wife. I'm sure you go a lot of places with your wife and Brian, your girlfriend. Yep. So imagine going to that event, like that Oprah show with two people. So now you don't, you got two cars and you now have to pay $14,000 in, in tax. Yep. What, what is that? Like, I mean, it's, it's it's a crazy thing. I mean, of course, I'm sure they have the option to decline it and be absolutely. like, absolutely, I would yeah. hope so. Well, yeah, like, they're not. It's not like gun to the now head. Now you're like, okay, cool, you're gonna pay. <laughs> we need this money. Give us seven uh, grand. But do you remember? Do you remember how awesome it was? Like, oh my god, like that's such a yeah. nice thing to do. Yeah, but it's, nope. it's it's just stuff that you don't think of. Well, like, but I mean, to be fair, at that like, I I guess it doesn't sound as fun as no. you want you want a and car were, were there you people won yeah. the chance to buy an almost thirty thousand dollar car for seven grand for seven grand True and there were people in the audience that i'm sure had the expendable cash and they were able to and they were able to do it. it like right you know or at least to take out a small loan yeah for sure i mean but, imagine like refining but i mean you would have to pay that up front but the thing is you pay that up front and then refinance the car and then you can pay yeah. yourself. So Brian brings back. up a really good point though, is like the the people that, you know, may have needed the car because that was one thing that Oprah did was right. she had like her producers and the scouting people for the event to say, Hey, I'd really like to have you get people that need cars in here. So somebody that needs a car and only has enough money to buy a shit box. Which, to be yep. fair, seven yeah. grand can get you a lot if you know what you're getting. If you know what you're looking, looking for. Absolutely. But yeah. it's one of those things where Brian's absolutely right. Like they got that car for so much less than it actually cost. Than it actually yeah. cost. So yeah. I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to like grand less. shit all over the yeah. gesture like that they were trying to make. But the thing is, is everybody that, did. But yeah, everybody did because was, Pontiac was about ready to go out of business. Out of business. Out of business. <laughs> out of business. And this was kind of a last push to try to get people excited about Pontiac. And this did nothing but put the. It, I don't want to say that it put a nail in the coffin, but it definitely didn't do what they it were didn't planning help. it to do. It didn't. Well, but yeah. the, the problem was is that you made shitty cars. True. Yeah, I no. Pontiac G8. Well, you made one good car. Pontiac GTO. Pontiac Solstice. Solstice was alright. Yeah, it was Come okay on. for what it was. So Come on. I'll give yeah. you. I'll give you GTO. I'll give you G8. But at the same time, you got the G6. Yeah. The, the G5. Why? Oh God, I forgot about the. Yeah, GTO. that was a car. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, I mean, as I'll, I'll give you. I mean, obviously the GTO. <laughs> Dude, like, I mean, come on. I hate but that car, but that car had so many interesting features about it. And the like, Aztec. Yes. Dude, it's that only, is the exact only... reason why there is no longer at GM a design by community attitude. You only say that because it was on Breaking Bad. No, no, I'm serious. Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't, like, I'm not talking aesthetically. That car was ugly. ugly. Yeah, but like. Dude, the front armrest, yeah, but cooler, yeah, that was detachable. Yeah, I mean, I mean there cool. is right, that, like that. that's some pit my ride shit, dude. <laughs> you know what? The Pontiac Aztec is another thing for another day. Um, there was another one, and I think maybe we could just say this one super quick. Yeah, um, it's it's very fast. So um, MTV had a. Can I say the I mean, tagline? We have a trend here with the MTV thing. So yeah. absolutely, please tell me what this was. Steal the Batmobile. Yeah, sounds fun. Without the engine. Yeah, that was the thing. Oh, and you can't win money at car shows for it. Yeah, apparently you they not, not win money, just that you just, can't you host it. It. Yeah, it was uh, in the clause to win the vehicle. Yeah, apparently, a non non drivable vehicle. That what are you gonna do with it? And the guy was like, Oh, I'm just gonna like take it to car shows and like have people pay me to see it. It was in a clause in the contest that you couldn't take accept any money for like putting it on display, which yeah. is insane. Yep. Yeah. yeah, this was a sweepstakes for uh, Tim Burton. Yeah, eighty nine. Tim Burton, so it was Batmobile. my favorite Batmobile. Um, yeah. But again, no engine in it, and a clause in it saying that you couldn't like make money off of it. Yeah, use it um, as a. You know, if anyone's ever tool. been to like a con of any kind, oh, yeah. like you see people bring like their DeLorean I've seen, I've time machine replicas yep. or like kid yep. from Night Rider, you know, things like that. Yep. Um, I think I would still be super happy about this one, and any gearhead actually, any actual gearhead that. Gets it. You yeah. said it. Day one, there's an LS in there. Yeah, because I, yeah, <laughs> I don't even I, think you said LS, but well, just you, but you, yeah, you know, Stan, you Stan. know, because that's Stan. exactly. It. And I think that that the Tim Burton Batmobile was, you know what? Before I stick my foot in my mouth, I'm gonna fact check that. So yeah, it's well, it's still my favorite, man. Like, it is. It is still my favorite. But too, like, so a, a small aside, just on the research for that, uh, the dude ended up putting it on loan for a museum. Mm-hmm. Um, it they needed the museum needed the spot that it was in, so he goes to pick it up. 
Somebody stole the like shift knob. Oh no! Oh fuckers, dude! Like a jerk, a dick, a jerk. Got its heart ripped out of it, and now you just got to steal a shift yeah. knob. Anyways, um, yeah, we'll move on. That one's yeah. that one's a fun one. MTV and your car stuff. Your I'm sure it's not the last you're one. Super fun, but yeah. car centric. Yeah. We got yeah. pin my ride. But the, and, uh, there's there's two more that we've got here that I want to get to because yeah. these ones are so, fun. Yeah. So I I'm not gonna find the don't worry about it. Power plant. On don't the worry about it. So, um, this is actually the one that brought this whole episode together. I was looking on uh, Pinterest and on bankshift.com, there was a, and I'm just going to read this title to you, Best of Bankshift 2014. Crazy story. 36 neglected and abandoned Corvettes saved from New York City parking garages. The legendary Peter Max collection is being restored. So this was a sweepstakes that was put together in 1989, and you called a 1-900 number, paid a couple bucks, and put your name into a drawing. Remember 1-900 <laughs> numbers? Say 1-900 yeah. numbers. Everyone I've ever heard of does not lead to cars. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> completely no. different. Um, but the sweepstakes was is that you won 36 Corvettes. 36 Corvettes, 30 plus 6 Corvettes, one for each year since its inception to that time. Which is insane. That's super 36 dope. Chevrolet Corvettes. That's pretty crazy, man. Um, There's like four of which I like, though. So. Yeah. <laughs> so right. There was 36 a dude who... A, a, uh, who an initially? electrician, yeah. a, an electrician, I think it was. Hold on one second. Stand by. Oh, nope. A carpenter from uh, Long Island? So essentially just an aver- average Joe. Just an average yeah, dude. Uh, yeah. yeah, a carpenter from Long Island. Uh, won all of them. Didn't think he was going to. Never even thought about how he was going to get them home. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he Where was contacted um, by... God, I should have had this. Uh, should have had some cliff notes ready on this, but he was. Po- uh, he was. Stand by. <laughs> so thirty-six cars, though, right? That's a lot. I've never, and so again, I did a decent amount of research on this to like look to see what like the craziest like con like car contests were, and yeah. there's nothing that rivaled this for the New. sheer number of vehicles. No, exactly, and the fact is, is that it wasn't like. 36 Yugos. 36 right, Corvettes. 36 Corvettes. <laughs> so, um, to be fair, Dan, 36, I'm, I'm kind of interested in that, and I can't explain why. <laughs> God, of course you are. I'd enter that sweepstakes. You son of a bitch. Um, <laughs> 36 Yugos. So, uh, why do you have car- 36 of them? <laughs> so the carpenter, never planning on actually getting them back to his house, sold the cars to famous pop artist Peter Max. Never heard of him, so I don't know how famous. Uh, Mad Men style, like has been around for a really long time in okay. like New York. Yeah. Um, so he was, he was, uh, he bought them all. Um, I just want to real quick, give you guys some numbers. Okay. The guy who was in charge of all of this a guy by the last name of Cahill spent $610,000 on the Corvettes. That is roughly adjusted for inflation. $1.1 million worth of Corvettes. That's still cheaper than... That's 36 cars and still cheaper than, like, supercars. Peter Max bought them from the carpenter, and he was going to do some sort of artsy bullshit with them. The carpenter going, well, fuck it, I just got a free payday. That sounds good to me. Sold it to him. Peter Max never actually did anything with them. And as there was a need to do something with the cars him and another guy went and parked them around parking garages around new york where they stayed for 22 plus 20 plus years they just sat in a parking in parking garages scattered around the city for 20 years not like under lock and key just straight up ones. I have a before we get to the next part. Like I have a very like explanation for that because you may be wondering like why park them in random garages? Why not park them in the same garage? 
we we got to remember this guy's an artist, right? Yeah. And so this is a pompous ass thing to do. Yeah. And he's like, it's kind of oh, like no, a, this wasn't the art thing, though. No, no, I know it wasn't. Oh, okay. He didn't even make it that far, but right. he has all the vehicles, and he's like, huh, this is kind of funny, and then did it because yeah, he's an artist, probably. and that's how artists think. Yeah. So for twenty plus years, the cars just sat. In parking garages. As a permanent installation. As a permanent installation yeah. for a lot of them. Now, sure, there was a, there were, you know, 1987 C4 Corvettes. <laughs> like, those are the ones I'm like, no. The, yeah, just like, fuck it, why not? The, like, who cares, you know? Because it's New York. Like, <laughs> let's put it this way. I'm sure a few of those cars had dust from the World Trade Center on them. Yeah, we, when we were talking, yeah. when uh, Dan yeah. and I were first talking about this, it, that was, like, one thing he showed me, because, like, they have thick layers of dirt on them. It's like, yeah. It's like twenty some years, but just, and bumpy and vomit from drunks. I'm sure that there were a few that the driver's seats were used as. Uh, you're gross. You're gross. Don't continue. Okay. <laughs> um. So yeah, there's nineteen. There are C4s and C3s, which still aren't that great. But let's not forget that also include the very first ones, the 1955s. Yeah, Dan, Dan's got an image up of them all in a row, and there's yeah. definitely a stingray in there. there. There are stingrays, and I mean, there's... It's sad. It is sad, because it, the, the some of these cars are, I mean, automotive history. This was the beginning of the pony car. This was the beginning of the American sports car. They, it, before there was the Thunderbird, there was the Corvette. Yeah. And... It was these small two-seater V8, big V8 at the time, powered rear-wheel drive cars, and they were just left to sit. However, there was a guy who has recently picked them up and is in the process. Um, Let me see. I'm trying to get his name because I want to give him credit for this because... um, Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it. I'm pausing it because I'm about ready to do it. That's what she said. I'm just writing this down. I've hit my mic a bunch of times. Have you been able to hear it? Not really. Okay. The only one I've heard is Dan's. Well, like, I... Yeah, a couple times. No, you're good. Damn, memorization. I know, dude. Come I, on, man. I don't... I, it was I don't an hour ago. Give him a break. <laughs> yeah, no. So I yeah no I didn't find it um but um homeboy it, there's a guy who has recent recently purchased all of them and is in the process of bringing them back to drivers and back to their former glory yeah. which I could not give a crap less about the 1988 but the 1955 is going to be restored too. I was going to say like like some... that's that's cool. And yeah. actually I that's think I said awesome. that the Thunderbird came before the Corvette it didn't. The Corvette was Chevy's answer to the Yeah. I mean sorry. look, to, to be honest with you, even even the the 80s ones that we probably don't really care too much yeah, about. Still Any be cool. car that's been sitting for that long, mm-hmm. if you clean it up and get yeah. it running again, like good on you. I don't care yeah, what kind of car exactly. it is. Like, that's and, super dope, man. And it, even that's a though cool story. I they're not my favorite cars. Like I actually want to make vet a vet cart out of a C4 or C5 Corvette. But the fact of the matter is, is that there's still an American front engine rear wheel drive V8. Just a, a good cars. Yeah, they, they are. They're interesting. It's cool to hate them, but they are what they are. They are what they are. Yeah. But 36 Corvettes. Just one more time. And I, mean, I got a, I got a couple quicks that I'm just like yeah, skimming through it. this. Yep. I was looking for the guy's name too for for Dan, but uh, so this again we have talked about um, a non traditional like company when you think of cars um, that's like part of this story. So we've covered MTV. Yep. Twice. Yeah. This contest that got these thirty six. Vets out into the world. VH1 was VH1. Yeah, sorry, that you're was good, important. dude. That's that like important. that's like a crazy thing, especially yep. because like interesting. Yep, it was VH1 that put that together. Music companies just need to stay out of cars. Well, I'll tell you what, like they used to just have so much freaking money. Yeah, 
They, they did. didn't know and what the hell don't. else to do. Yes. Why are you happy? That's bad. That was bad for me. No, because MTV stopped <laughs> oh, playing dude. music, well, and that's, that's why. why they lost money. I mean, that's very true. They haven't. They haven't made like anything music related in years. They they have a couple subsidiary channels that they. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Let's not they have talk an MT- about them I just want to say they have an MTV music channel. Yeah, right. Because oh, they, 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 they have to have a, a, like a, a differentiation of that? Yeah, yeah. because Anyways, MTV is just MTV, not music. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So. Whatever. But this last one. Yeah, no, this one. This last one's cool because it's almost, almost full circle because it's taking it back to about our second topic on this one. Um, so we talked about shows that customize cars. We've talked about crazy contests, and this one is kind of a combination of both. It's not like the car shows that we talked about that customize the cars. Um, this was a video game company, um, a very, I would say, wildly popular video game company. Mm-hmm. Um, they, their prime game, it involves cars. Mm-hmm. It's got cars in the title. And, that's and thieving a, of said cars. Thieving. Grand uh, thieving grand of thieving. said cars. Uh, but yeah, so the, the uh, producers of Grand Theft Auto, Rockstar Games partnered up with West Coast Customs. Um, and if you've played uh, if you played any of the Grand Theft Auto games since 3... Mm-hmm. Um, the Car 2 have was... It, it was, but they've just been about cars a lot. And, they like, have. you couldn't really customize cars in that game or anything. Not until, like, uh, I San Andreas. I honestly think it was... I think it was San Andreas, and it wasn't even that great. It really wasn't, but it But was 5 great. is just yeah. but pretty, pretty cool. what was the car? So... This I, I want to talk about it though because it's like a really okay. odd thing that they okay. do. They take real world cars, they adjust them ever so slightly, but you can yeah. always see the car there. Right. And so they make up really funny names for the car companies. Mm-hmm. Like this specific make is uh, Bravado. Yes. Because <laughs> you're compensating. Yes, of course. But the Bravado Banshee first came about in uh, GTA 3. And mm-hmm. I believe iteration of it has been in every game since. It has. Even, like, Vice and the old ones, there was, like, older... An older version of it? Like, an older version of it, yeah. That was dope. So, what this car is, though, is they the, the contest was Rockstar got together with West Coast Customs, mm-hmm. again, taking back full circle, with a... I can't remember the specific model of the, the Viper, but they took a Viper, and that's what the Banshee's always been. It looks like a, a, like a second-generation Viper. Yeah, I, th- I think so. Um, it's one of the the VR ones. I, I think it says it in there. But the story of this car is, is as crazy as is, as it is for being like a fully custom, like replicated vehicle from a video game. It was a contest item, and the contest was kind of generic. Um, but if you buy the game with a credit card. And I think it was like multiple different sources you could purchase it from. You buy with a credit card, you get entered to win, right? And I'm sure that was like outlined pretty well because it's a pretty interesting contest. Yeah. Um, in 2000, I want to say 2012. So this is like Xbox 360 time period. Yeah. Uh, a kid buys one. He buys a copy. Uses his mom's credit card. All of a sudden, one day, there's a truck <laughs> dropping off this bravado banshee in front of her house yup the mom walks out and is like what what is this it's like it's your ma'am it's your new car no and so this this woman she's a grandmother she's 56 years old mm-hmm. gets this crazy custom car that again oh six viper by the way yeah that again it is a dodge fucking viper <laughs> v10 tail happy rear wheel drive Dodge Viper, yeah, V10, and so just randomly won it. The, the I don't I don't even think her kid knew by purchasing it with her credit card they were getting uh, entered. They were entered. So this lady had to sit on this car. I'm sure she had to pay taxes on it too. I don't know what the numbers for that are. Be I'm tired of talking about it, but uh, <laughs> yeah, um, well put, well put. <laughs> but it's like it's one of my favorite ones because this is what I was looking for when Dan first brought up the 36 Corvettes. Is like crazy contest cars yeah. and it's not a thing that really exists you'll have like crazy contests where like you got the hand like put your hand on the car you move your hand you lose oh god that type mm, of shit but yeah for this yeah. one it was just a contest late random lady won it they kept it for a few years uh at first they couldn't sell it mm-hmm. like it's not that they didn't want to because they're just like i have this i have a dodge viper what right. do i do what I do you do yeah, with what that do you really do with yeah it? 
Again, where did the car come from? West Coast Customs. Do you think the car has a trunk? No, it's, absolutely. It's got not. speakers. Yeah. Absolutely. And so, like, they they sat on it. They couldn't get rid of it. Um, West Coast Customs was quoted at the build cost of this being about $180,000. That's car and full build. Yeah. Um, 2015, they had it listed on eBay for a few years and, and let it go. And they let it go for, I believe it was um, eighty grand. It was like 80, 80 and a hundred. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like, just, some, but that's a full hundred thousand dollars less. Yeah. Talk just, about your depreciation. Right. Yeah. But it's, I, I know it's not like a super high note, high note to go out on, but like it's, it's the craziest one on the list. Yeah. Absolutely. No, absolutely. Because it's, it's, it, it yep. is identical to the game. And like, and it, it looks, it's, re- it's a really, and that's why it was last is because it is by far the best sweepstakes card that's ever been because it looks, yeah. I played a lot of Grand Theft Auto three in my day. A lot. You remember that. We played that a lot. Yeah, we did. Yeah, Yeah, we did. And what did I do every time that I started up the game? I went to that showroom, broke a window, got in, and drove away in the Banshee. Every time. (laughs) Every single time. Every time. (laughs) Every time. And so I know that car inside and out. And I got to tell you, it it looks exactly like it. Yeah, this thing looks so awesome. And they could have, they could have put a turbocharged a turbocharged four cylinder in and put make it out of a Fiero or oh, whatever. Yeah. They could have done they could something. have. But no. They went to Dodge. Because what do you do with a banshee? You do belligerent shit. And what do you do in the <laughs> real world when you need to do belligerent shit? You buy a Viper. Well I mean it's the car it's modeled after in the game, so it's why not? You why have not? to, man. You have yeah. to. So But I personally would love to have the banshee in the garage this week what about you guys out of all the sweepstakes cars if you didn't have to pay the taxes on them what would it be can i get a motor in that batmobile <laughs> i'll put a motor in it for then you. then i want the batmobile with your ls in it excellent thank you i'm so trying much. to think of any any like overhauling cars that i really would have wanted but it's not it's not really my style in all honesty yeah you um, would have had the corolla i might take the jag Ooh. Oh, I forgot about the Jag. Nope, you are. No, nah, I still want the Batmobile. Okay. I still want it. To be fair, as cool as the Banshee is, I might take the Jag. Yeah, I'm going to take the Banshee. There you go. But until next time, do belligerent shit. I'm Dan Nichols. I am Brian Sanchez. Tim Wesley. Now get out of my garage.